Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Jalen. Welcome to the first episode um, of The Output. Um, the Output is going to be my podcast. Um, and basically, with this thing here, I'm just going to talk about, you know, some real life situations, some real life things. I'm really going to try to be as transparent as I can without, you know, putting other people's business out there, but just being really open with who I am and my own struggles, my own um, thoughts, my own perspective on life um, and, you know, kind of the staple or the things that I live by. Um, Another area that I want to take this podcast is just having people on, um, having people expressing themselves, you know, where they're at in life. Um, It's going to be people that I agree with, people that I love. Everybody on here is going to be people that I definitely love, um, that I have a lot of respect for. Um, It's going to be people that, you know, our views coincide. Um, It's going to be people that you know, we don't necessarily see eye to eye on some things, but I definitely respect their hustle, their grind, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. I'm just a wide variety of people that are going to be on this thing. Um, because I think that, you know, the more, the more variety, the more diverse this podcast can be, um, the more people it can touch and give you, uh, you, the listener, a different perspective, um, on your fellow man. And it's going to help us, um, love more, help us be more positive, help me be more positive, help me to be more open. Um, and yeah, um, so for this first episode, it's just going to be me. Um, I'm going to talk about, you know, what makes me, me, Jalen Michael Flakes. Um, just so that in the future, um, you're able to see exactly, um, why I view the world the way that I view it. Um, how my upbringing has taught me and molded me into the man that I am today. And, and then just how I've evolved um, from different stages in my life and, you know, um, where I'm looking to go. So I'd like to first start off with uh, uh, just my name, Jalen Michael Flakes. Um, Flakes is my stepfather's last name. It's something that I decided to get changed a little while ago, actually before I got married. Um, and the reason why I did this was because, um, it, just for me, uh, what he's been, what my flake side of the family's been, um, in my life and, and how influential and impactful they've been, how much they've loved me and, and taken me in, um, is something that I will never take for granted. Um, and I love them dearly for that. So, um, because they've, you know, expressed so much love for me, um, never asked me to change my name. My, my dad's never came up to me and said, hey, are you thinking about doing this, you know, or, or pressured me into doing it or something. He's always allowed me to kind of navigate and figure out for myself. Um, and so when I was getting ready to get married a couple months before I got married, I just decided, you know, that was the perfect time to to say, hey, you know, I'm going to go get this official. So my, my previous last name was Crutchfield. Um, and I do want to say that I do love my Crutchfield side of the family. Um, you know, things haven't been amazing um, my entire life. It's, it's been, it's, it was always an awkward situation for me. Um, but the time that you know, I've gotten to know them, um, they definitely loved on me. And I appreciate them for that. And uh, yeah, so so that's that's just you know a little bit of history about my name and, and why my last name is what it is. Um, next, I'd like to just kind of talk about you know my family dynamic. I think that um, I grew up 
you know, from until about four, four to five years old. Um, it was just me and my mom. And in that, that stage of my life, I definitely do have some early memories of me and her. Um, and my relationship with my mom is very different. I think we grew up together. She had me at about 19 and a half going on 20. Um, so there are a lot of things that are, that are different between our relationship. Um, she kind of gives me a little more leeway than she does my brother and sister to, to get things done. I, I think that um, she, she's been awesome and, and just keeping me in line, but, but doing it in a way that's not overbearing or overpowering. Uh, and I think she, she has a lot of faith in, in my ability to, to be successful and to, to basically just win. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then there's my, my dad, um, Chris. Uh, he's been awesome. I think uh, just th there's a lot of ways that things could play out when you're when you're stepping into a relationship with with a single mom who already has a kid who's older who's old enough to know what's going on. Um, I think that I was very socially aware even at a young age. Um, so you know the way that it played out with me and my pop, um, he's never been pushy. Um, you know, the times where I really needed him, um, to be present, he was always there. Um, he was always at my games, always at, you know, anything that I needed as far as support, he was always there to give it to me. Um, man to man advice, you know, we, we don't have a whole lot of, of those kind of talks and it's not because he doesn't want to have them. I, I just don't, um, I don't know. I don't ask all the time. Um, and I think that's part of me just being the oldest of three. Um, I kind of just figured things out for myself. And, and my parents are amazing at just allowing me to do that. Um, I think that, you know, with, with our relationship and our di dynamic, um, the fact that they're not pressing me or, or, or always on top of me um, gives me a lot of confidence, you know, if, if I were to tell my mom today, hey, mom, you know, I'm going to go back to school and be a neurosurgeon, she wouldn't even bat an eye. The same thing with my dad, like just the amount of confidence they have in my ability. Um, it's it's kind of scary because nothing's out of the realm of possibility um, as far as their belief in my capabilities. And, and that's something that I see. And, and it definitely gives me a confidence boost. And then when I am feeling down about, you know, certain situations or where I'm at or, or you know, how things are going, they're, they're definitely there to provide a lot of backup, a lot of feedback. Um, and, but, you know, most importantly, just steering me in the right direction, but giving me the room to, to kind of make my own path. So that's been awesome. Um, I do have a younger brother and a younger sister. Um, my brother's name is Malachi. My sister's name is Ayana. They're both in high school right now, which is a little a little difficult for me um, because I am so used to, um, you know, as an older brother, especially with that age gap, you're almost like you know a third parent. Um, so finding the balance between when to be, you know, that that I don't want to say parental role, but that that. Uh, that adult force or the adult presence and then when to be you know just their brother um, is something that I've been trying to figure out and 
I think if you were to ask them now how I'm doing versus, you know, when they first started this this journey or this transition into becoming adults themselves, I think they would say that I'm doing a lot better. And and I think it's just a, a drive and a will to become a better person myself. I, I just think it's so important for for me specifically to keep striving for growth. Um, you know, I've, I've played football a lot, a lot of my life, a lot of years of my life. And uh, all my coaches would always say, you know, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. If you're staying the same, you're getting worse. Um, so that's something that I've definitely been working on for myself. Um, just trying to be better, trying to be a better man, trying to be a better brother, a better sister, um, a better saint, um, you know, a better church member. Um, all of it, just becoming better in general um, is something that has been a real priority in my life right now. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of just uh, my family dynamic. I also want to talk about, um, last, last little bit about just my family history. Um, I have a cousin. She's an older cousin. Her name is uh, Makiba Guthrie, a.k.a. Punkin. Um, the most amazing woman I, I know is outside my mother. Um, she, she is definitely like my second mom. Um, and she... So my mom is kind of a new style of, of parenting. Um, my cousin Punkin kind of gives me that older, um, you know, get a job at the state, uh, find good benefits, um, business savvy um, kind of perspective on life. And that yin and that yang is, is something that I definitely need. Um, she's another person that, you know, if I said, hey, um, I wanted to be a neurosurgeon, I want to be a neurosurgeon, she would say, okay. But, you know, the difference between her and my mom is she would want me to plan out step by step how I'm going to do it, what school I'm going to go to, what GPA I need to get in, uh, where I'm going to do my residency, all that. So she, she's, she definitely helps me um, as far as being detail oriented and having a plan going into everything. Um, and, and she's just awesome. I can't speak highly enough about my family. Um, and about who they are to me as individuals and, and collectively. Um, and yeah, um, so that's a little bit about my family dynamic. Um, I'd like to kind of speed it up into the present. Uh, the present, I should say. Um, right now, it's, it's me and my wife, um, Grace Nichelle Flakes. Um, and she's awesome. Um, you know, when you're... When you're we got together when, when I was 19, I was 19, or 18, 18 or 19, um, I was going to school at Z Pacific, um, I was playing football, um, and I had been chasing this girl, I mean, non-stop for two years, non-stop, since my, from my freshman year to my junior year, and, and I mean, I was putting in work. Uh, I took her out on her birthday. We, you know, took her to the movies. We went on, we went on dates, quote unquote. Um, and I was really, really chasing after her, trying to be as patient as I could. I probably displayed more patience in that scenario or in that situation than I ever have in my entire life. Um, and that's because I just knew, I knew she was it for me. And and it's funny, even at a like. Like, as a 17-year-old kid, I was uh, self-aware enough to know that she, she was what I wanted. She, she, she had everything. I mean, she was amazing, caring, 
Um, she loved her family. She loved the Lord. Um, she loved me. She just didn't know it yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, she's beautiful. And, and she she just she had been hurt a little bit in, in her past, um, which which led to a little bit of, of uh, um, some push and pull as far as relationship goes. But I was definitely willing to wait. Um, and after that two years of trying to, to, to get this girl that I wanted so badly, um, I finally got her. We, we, we dated for, uh, less, about a year and a half. And then we got engaged. Um, and some people wonder like, wow, how could you, you know, get engaged at a year and a half? Doesn't that seem a little, a little early? And I always tell them. You know, our we were we were best friends before we dated. Like one, I, I've known her since I was a kid. Our families have been really close, so I, I I knew I knew who she was. She knew who I was. Two, you know, before dating, we we did everything basically a couple would without being a couple. I mean, we we spent a lot of time together. We poured a lot into each other before we had even started dating so once we started dating it almost kind of felt like it was you know you know three years in versus that that year and a half so that that's why we decided to make that leap um i don't know if i've told anybody this but after four months i told her i was gonna marry her um side note we <laughs> we were crazy kids but and i'm still am a kid but we uh we were looking at you know going to the, the county building and, and just just getting married and not telling our parents and what a disaster that would have been i'm glad we waited and, and had a proper wedding even though i will say there's nothing wrong with doing the, the county thing um i understand you know why people do it and more power to them definitely um that's just it, it wouldn't have been the smartest idea for us it didn't fit us so we waited and had an amazing wedding um and and so now we're just you know me being 22 her being 24 trying to navigate you know trying to navigate this married life and being young um it, it's really difficult one thing that i've learned is um it's just not it's not about me like i i've uh, i've made some decisions um, as far as professional that, you know, a few years before or not being married would have been okay. Um, but, you know, having to answer and, and be a provider, provider um, for another human being, especially someone that you care about so much, um, I've definitely had to sharpen my decision-making skills. Um, and, and I think being as self-aware... Um, as I am, um, it's come faster rather than later. Um, some people aren't um, able to see and, and figure things figure things out for a while. And, and I definitely thank the Lord that um, he's given me the ability to kind of self-audit and um, look at myself in the mirror, you know, with the fine-tooth comb and, and figure out ways to become better. So I'm definitely growing in that department. Um, and, I, and I just think, you know, a sidebar... I just think, you know, emotional intelligence, empathy, self-awareness, um, I think those skills are worth 
you know, more or or at the higher end of, of skills or traits to have. And, and this is why. And, and I kind of couple empathy with gratitude. So being empathetic to other people, being gracious of what you have, like, I think that's the way that Christ would want you to live. Um, and empathy... Okay, so here's the difference. Sympathy... A lot of people confuse sympathy and empathy, and and they are kind of similar. But but sympathy means that I feel sorry for you, like I feel sorry for what you're going through, and and to me that's kind of putting yourself on a pedestal as if you know you're not going through your own trouble. So when I, when I when I say empathetic, I just mean that you know hey I'm able to feel it. Like like when you're sad, I'm sad, and and I'm able to feel why. You know, I'm able to understand, you know, what's going on, why you feel that way. So when I say, you know, I think that displaying empathy over sympathy is, is you know, a staple trait to have. I just feel like you understanding, you know, their problems, the other person's problems or the other person's situation is better than, you know, blindly feeling sorry for them because i think if you get in a place of feeling sorry for people um you know you you, it it can lead to crippling them and and them not growing when you're empathetic you just understand like hey i i get it you know and i'm sorry that you know this is happening to you or this has happened to you but you know let's get better I, i think one thing i've understood I'm going into, you know, 23, I'll be 23 in February, it's just, no one really cares that much, like, no, no one, no one, no one cared that, you know, I was a year younger than everyone else in my grade, that my mom was a single mom, or that, you know, sometimes we barely had food to eat, like, like, like the the world in 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 the macro sense just didn't really care and once i understood that i stopped feeling sorry for myself um and and started you know praying a lot more asking god to give me the strength to to get through these tough situations and and leaning on him and leaning on my family but just realizing like that no one really cares that much um gave me a lot of power um, and, and helped me to to be more self-sufficient. Um, so, so that's kind of why I choose empathy. Um, and I know that was kind of a long rant, but I, I feel very strongly about that. Uh, moving on into like emotional intelligence, self-awareness. Like EQ is something that is hard to quantify, but, but if you have a, a lot of EQ, um, you're just really able to get things done. Like understanding people tendencies body language um wordplay and and not like not like hi i could rub it in your face like i'm smart you're not not nothing like that but just just having an understanding of of how to read the room um for yourself i think you'll just get a lot a lot better you'll be a lot better and and um you'll be able to put yourself in a better position to win uh professionally um you know non-professionally just in in your everyday life 
I, I think it's important to know, to be able to understand and see and read how people are feeling. Like, like because then if, if you make a choice to, to go against what you know they're feeling, then that's just on you. Like, and that's just negative and it's not good. Like when you're able to see in the instant, you know, in that moment, a, a way to, to make things better without compromising who you are, I think you're just in a better spot um, when you're able to position yourself based on, you know, the emotion of others. Um, I think you're in, in a really good spot. And then um, like being self-aware to know, okay, self-awareness, I think I break it into two parts. Being self-aware enough to, to audit yourself and really know when, um, when you're doing things that are adverse to what you want or what you need to be doing as far as in life or, or um, just in general. Um, I think that that is a very amazing quality and trait. Um, and then being self-aware to know what you truly want and what you truly need out of life um, and, and not just, you know, what the world is trying to push you to want or push you to think. Um, I think that those are also um, very good traits to have. And um, yeah, so that that's kind of my little, my spiel on self-awareness and empathy. Um, I, I definitely think that those traits drive the world. Um, and and they, they just allow you to to be who you are and, and if you if you're a positive person make the world better uh, I, I heard someone say there's a lot more positive people than there are negative people but negative people are just loud about it um, and one thing that I've really been trying to incorporate in my life is just being more positive like we have so much to be grateful for um, just to be born like, like the percentages of of the percentage of you actually being alive right now it, it, it's it's just amazing like like, like the, how should i say uh, the fact that at any given moment there's a situation in in everyone's life that you know they could have been taken out that the devil has his hand in a lot of different things and um you could be gone you could be uh, without your limbs you could be without being able to speak your family members could be gone like at any given moment it could all be taken away and i, I think once you understand that and put that into perspective you're, you're just and i'll say me i'm able to be more positive and being more positive it touches more people my wife is more positive. My brother's more positive. My family's more positive. Just positivity is, is something that it, it's, it just wins. Positivity in life wins. And it's that simple. If you're negative and complaining, like one, no one, like I said earlier, no one cares. No one really cares. Like, I used to complain a whole lot. And, and, and once I realized that no one really gives a crap, and excuse my language, I don't know if that's a, I don't think that's a bad word, but, you know, I'll, I'll just say it this way. Once I realized that no one, no one cared about, you know, the fact that I was feeling bad in my body at that moment, or, you know, my boss didn't care that, you know, before I came to work that day, 
I got into a fight with my wife, or an argument, I shouldn't say fight, because nobody's out here throwing blows, but an argument or a disagreement with my wife or my mom, like, the world or the market or people, um, however you want to define it, they just don't, they just don't care, they don't. And again, you know, I'm going to say it again because it's it's that important. But once once you understand that no excuse is going to be good enough for you not to do, for you not to be productive, for you not to be positive, for you not to to love, for you not to be held accountable for your actions. Once you realize like no excuse is going to be enough, the complaining will stop. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll understand where you are in life and how you can become better, and and you'll win. And I and I think that with that mindset, with more people having that mindset, um, it'll make the world a better place. And and I'll say this: I think I'm on on the tip of the iceberg of getting it. Like I'm not. I I don't say that. And sit here and think like, oh, I'm the master at, you know, not complain. I still complain. I asked my wife the other day, you know, and she hurt, she temporarily hurt my feelings, but she was definitely right. Like, I'm, I'm still complaining about stuff. Stuff that I have no reason, like, no reason to complain about. Like, saying my feet hurt from being at work all day. Well, you're the one, like, I needed the job. I had to work. I wouldn't want them to fire me. Like, like it's just, and, and just being a, and a being self-aware to know, self-aware enough to know, like those little things, those little traits, those little negative comments that we can get out of our lives and replace them with positive ones. It'll just help us out in the long run. So to kind of wrap this up, um, I do want to go back to a point that I spoke about earlier um, about you know the kind of people that we're gonna have that I'm gonna have on this show. Um, I've, I've reached out to a few of my buddies, um, people that I really, I really look up to, people that I really love, have a lot of love and respect for, um, and, and they're gonna talk and, and, you know, say their truth, you know, say what makes them tick where they are in, in their current life, um, and, and again, it's gonna be some people. Every, everyone on here is gonna be people that I, I, I do love and have a lot of respect for, um, but may not necessarily agree with, you know their certain point of view on you know profession or or you know whatever the case is um but i i think that variety of different people is going to be amazing it's going to be something that we can grow from something that i can grow from um and i hope that you know you guys stay tuned and stay in the loop enough to to um to, you know get something out of it um also we're gonna i'm gonna work in some q a for these guys these amazing people guys and gals um that i'm gonna have on on the output um so yeah uh check me out on on twitter jflay 2y64 i'm also on instagram jflay 2y64 um uh, and and the two y's are in the flay by the way <laughs> I, I rhymed i'm tight uh, but yeah check me out on, on twitter instagram um i'd love to connect you know hey if you want to be on the show uh definitely hit me up you know if you have questions things that you you know you would want to see answered or tackled from a certain perspective um let me know 
I'm, I'm open to a lot of opinions and a lot of options um, because I want this to be um, the most effective for the audience, for the people listening. Uh, and yeah, love you guys. All love. Appreciate you. Peace.